Welcome to ITFC live fan reaction following Plymouth 2, Ipswich Town 1. As always, passionate views. Some you'll agree with, some you'll probably won't. Enjoy the show, leave a five-star review and let us know what you think. Sadly, Town didn't win. Try and enjoy. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends. And welcome back to your ITFC match reaction full-time show. And it has finished. Plymouth Argyle 2, Ipswich Town one, I'm a little bit angry this afternoon. Uh, upset, disappointed, frustrated, insert your word there. Took the lead, Freddie Ladapo, the greatest goal you're ever going to see, ever. Uh, but we couldn't hold on. Two weeks in a row, we take the lead and we come away. This time with nothing last week with one point. Two tests. Is that two failures for you? We can beat Morecambe. We can beat the Shrewsbury's. But we fall short against the top sides. Are you different this afternoon? Are you actually positive? Are you actually... You know, feel up like with moving in the right direction. We're going to match up against those teams at some point in the campaign. I'd love to hear from you this afternoon. As always, do get involved. It is your show, your platform to have your say totally live, totally unfiltered, uh, and in whatever words you want to put them in. Uh, I'll try and get as many comments on the screen as I can. I've got two contributors joining me as well. Uh, but first of all, don't forget, you can support the channel. You can keep us going. You can help us in growing. Become a YouTube member today. Hit that join button on YouTube or head to our Ko-Fi site and become a Talking Town fifth standard. Uh, monthly packages from $4.99. Amazing value. Absolutely top-notch. You won't beat it. Well, I don't mean you will, but I'm a bit biased, I guess, because I make it. But if, if you can, so hit the link, get involved, uh, support the platform. Right, a couple of comments. We've got Max Fax. For those weeks last week saying, Bannon wouldn't get a run on our team. Difference between Bannon and our midfield is the big games last week is everywhere. Morsey and Evans again missing. Jem, if there's one thing that was obvious from today is that we need a quality striker. We can't keep expecting the midfield to balance out. Jackson Ladapo, despite today's goals, are not good enough. Uh, Andy Harrigan, same old story. As soon as you play someone half decent, we are put in our place. Mike the Fishman, poor subs. And game management cost us at least a draw. Midfield, second half, all over the place. Best squad in the league. Excuse my language, up as two in the afternoon. Bollocks. Fans blaming the kit too, and an excuse. The kit was awful. I, I'm not colourblind, but I could not make out Plymouth's right side throughout that first half. I was losing players left, right, and centre. Uh, Lee, taking the dapper off, lost us the game. Couldn't hold the ball high up the pitch, same as Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, again, I don't think the substitutions were good. What Dominic Ball has to do to get a game, I don't know. Uh, but we'll cover that as we move forward. Keep the comments coming in. And I'm about to drop the live link. But Curtis, welcome back. I'll start with you. It's finished 2-1. Disappointment. How, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling after that 90 minutes? I don't know. I think, I think, I think there is an overriding sense of disappointment there. But I don't, I don't really know how to take that game. I, 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 to be honest, I... I, I'm of the opinion that I, I think we were second best throughout that game. I don't. I, I, I know people are saying how they think we played well, but I, I don't really think we played amazingly. Especially, and, and this is this is what I base it off is the high standard that we've set in previous weeks. That, that, that's not just from a today standard. That's mm. from what this team has set previously. I don't think yeah. we have really got out of first gear. Never mind second gear. I think. I think again. Obviously. Obviously, Ladapo's goal was fantastic. Greatest um, goal you're going to see. Just put yeah, that to bed right now. The greatest goal we're ever going to see in our lives. Done. Of Boom. course. But I think we all have to admit then that that was quite lucky. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I made a few notes. And in terms of clear-cut chances, I, I, mean, I mean, apart from another one that their keeper had to palm off again from a deflection, 
Yeah, there was nothing really there that the keepers had to really stretch for. Again, maybe mm. more shot that wasn't in the top corner. Um, but he did. He, he held on to that quite well. I thought that was in the first half. But I don't know. I think, I think today is just a, it's an overriding sense of disappointment, really. So I just I just think overall we, we were second best all over that pitch. I, I really do think that. I don't think we just showed the quality that we can do, and that's yeah. what's most disappointing for me. Yeah, you see, for me, um, and you know, well, George, George, who's on tomorrow night with Owen, has said, you know, don't panic. It's only two games, one point out of, out of the six available. But for me, I expect us to beat Shrewsbury, Fleetwood, Forest Green. No disrespect to those football clubs before I bring Amy in. This week and last week, the two tests, I view that as failing because the manner yeah. of the draw last week wasn't what I find acceptable, being 2 0 up. And, and then obviously drawing 2-2. Two, two. And then today, as you say, I don't think you're wrong in, in your assessment. I don't feel we were really ever in that game and, on a strong foothold. We had patches, we had periods, of course, but we never really, even at half-time, 1-0 up, Amy, I didn't feel we had control of the game. How did you see it this afternoon? Before you do, actually, Bob Lockhart, new YouTube member. Bob, thank you. Welcome home. Welcome to the Talking Town family. Amy, over to you. What are your thoughts and feelings? Well, I think first half, it was very evenly matched. I think we had points where we just looked superb. And then they, and as did they, I think it was clear that these were the mm-hmm. two teams from the top of the league. But second half, they knew how to come back against us. Personally, I thought the subs were really good. I'm sure we'll come on to talk about that. But they they, they then didn't, I think they needed to be followed up with more. And they weren't. And we just completely lost our energy. And I know quite a few people have said it in the comments. But for me, it was about the way the players, particularly Morsey, particularly Evans, started backing off because they were on yellows. And that yellow in the first half from Morsey started him having to back off really early on. So potentially one of those many yellows that we were picking up today, one of them should have been subbed to allow us the movement. Because let's be honest, Plymouth were on the floor more than they were on the ball. They were they were constantly that um they were always constantly playing for fouls. So I mean, we can't talk. Chaplin did it for their first goal, but the is that a foul to you? Is that a foul? No, was it wasn't for no? me, not at all. It's two Curse? players going up against each other in the back um, of the park. I think, I think, I think, I think for me, some referees would give it, would give it, but yeah. I, I, I don't. I mean, I appealed, I appealed sitting here in my chair, um, and I think some referees would give it, but however, I do have to say that. After replays, etc., I do think that Chaplin has gone looking for that. He, he may have gone looking for it, but for me, I don't care if you look for it or not. It's a foul all day, every day, particularly in the area where it is. I where it is. I can't see where it what is. their player did wrong to call Well, he ran straight into my player and then gained the advantage from it. It's more no, the advantage Chaplin, they gained from that's it. That's like when James, my three-year-old, gets annoyed that Harry, my six-year-old, has run into him. It's like, well, James, if you walk in front of him, he's going to run into you. But that, but, 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 that, but that doesn't mean you can't, you're can't. you not fouled just because you position your body between the ball and the man. That, for me, is still a foul. But it, it, it's splitting hairs because, you know, I was sitting at home uh, Amy, before I bring in the, the fisherman, I was sitting at home and I'm, I'm I'm thinking, this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. It's just wave after wave after wave after wave. Yeah, nothing, nothing comes from our bench. That's what concerned me today. If I can see it, mm. right, what's this go Dom got to do to get a game, Amy? <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I would have liked to have seen him come on. I did like the initial substitution because for me, it sound, we needed to shore up the defence 
there was a gap on Caden's side, but because for me, that was because he was pushing forward and creating chances. Mm. So I was expecting it to be KVY for Jackson. So I was glad that it wasn't because I felt like Jackson was one of our best, well, probably our best player on the pitch for me. So I liked that substitution because it, it felt like it was being done to keep us pushing forward, but Mm. there was no backup to that. There was no like, then I started to worry about the yellow cards and stuff. And it, today, yes, possibly could have been Ball's chance to get on the pitch. I just felt the midfield was, was a little bit weak. We're going to bring in Fisherman, Nathan yeah. P- uh, Pearson, test of character now. We push on for three points next week. Uh, Daryl Plymouth, two goals were outstanding strikes from outside the air. If that really takes to beat us, we've got nothing to worry about. Two very good teams going at it. We just come out of the wrong end. My issue with that, and I, and I, and I, I do agree with you there, we always seem to fall out on the wrong end of the big games, Mike. Do you know what? I'd have took a draw. Um, at one point, there was like, like in the second half, I just thought, do you know what? This is going to end up as a draw. And I'd have taken that all day long. I'd have been happy with it. I'd have been fine with it. Well, what's Kieran McKenna doing? Look, everybody's going, oh, you know, oh, he's the best manager and all that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a very good manager. I'm not, I'm not going to start saying, oh, we need to get him out and all that crap because that's rubbish. But what was he doing again today? Poor management decisions. What? Well, what? You know, Lee Evans and Morsey were getting, were just getting overrun in the midfield. They were complete. Honestly, second half. I mean, this is meant to be the one that you know Morsey's meant to be one of the best midfielders in this league. Last week he was scored by Bannon, and this week he was scored by two Plymouth players. You know, no disrespects, but you know, he's a good player and a very good player, and on his day he is unplayable. But you can't, you cannot. Give a team like Plymouth any space in that midfield, especially towards where, where, what? What has Ball got to do to get a game in this league? I, I, it's a fair I, point. I'm staggered. I'm absolutely staggered. I called it last week against Wednesday. I said we needed Ball. We bring Keo on and we concede. We needed Ball today for Evans or for Evans probably would have been, you know, yep. Yep. more defensively. He'd have picked up them runners in the midfield. That, um, them shots outside that area probably wouldn't have happened if more a ball had been in that area, a uh, ball had been on the pitch. Mm. Jackson became ineffective when he went up front. Um, I thought he was outstanding on the right today. I'd, mm. I'd not, you know, guys, you know, I'm not Jackson's biggest fan, but I thought he was outstanding today. On that, he right was. Game. He chased everything, and you know, he played some lovely balls across that six yard box, and there was no one there to tap it in. No, 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 it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, he played really well that right side. That to me was, you know, that was frustrating enough. And yet again, it took Ladapo about seven attempts to get his to get a goal. But I mean, you know, he's got a goal in the league now. You know, two goals in two. If you want to look at it like that. Um, But look, you know, I can't emphasise this enough. I said this last season. I said it the season before. You draw our away games, you win as many home games as you can. Right now, it, it, uh, you know, I'm really concerned because we're conceding goals now and we're not scoring enough. You know, we, we, you know we're getting in positions to score. Ladapo got in some good positions today. I mean, a player of his ilk or whatever, that header straight at the keeper, mm. you know, that should have gone left or right at the keeper. Mm-hmm. It's not like he didn't have time and... No, Chappers wasn't fouled for that first one, for that fair first goal, not in a million. That okay. you know, he ran into the play and fell over. Well, you know, I'd have never given it as a referee. You know, I just, I, I'm really, I'm really peed off today. I would have done. 
And, you know, people have been harping on and harping on that we're the best team in this league and we've got the best squad in this league. Give your heads a wobble. We aren't the best squad in this league. We haven't got the best players in this league. I know we'd be top, we'd, we'd be top unbeaten and, and with about, you know, in about six points clear. The reality but is until we today, until right? today, we were the best team in the league. We no, were top no, of the we league. Weren't. We were undefeated. But being top of the league doesn't make you the best team in this league. Watch what happens at the end of the season. That's what makes a difference. Okay. But, 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 but then, the league, you know. top of the league in May, you're the best team in this league. I mean, we may, we may, by the end of May, you're sitting there seventh or sixth. You're not the best team. In the league, we, 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 but we may well end up being, you know, top, top, top of the table come end of May. You've got to take it. If you're taking that view, you've got to take this in, in its isolation as absolutely. well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. My concern is, is we spoke before these three games, three big tests, three markers mm. about where we are as a football club. For me, the manner of the, of the draw last week means it was a, it, it was a point that wasn't, uh, wasn't the best result. And we've got one out of six points. That's that's two tests, two failures for me, Mike. How do you see it before we bring somebody else? Uh, and that's the thing. That is the thing. I mean, look, look. <sighs> yeah, I, earlier, you know, literally, um, early, literally five minutes ago, I switched it off because I I just couldn't watch it anymore because I was getting too frustrated. For me, Kieran McKenna's got to got to start, got to start, and stop trying to tinker around too much with that front line. Um, you know, we never look. We can guess the back three. We can guess the midfield. But that front line is no, there's no consistency with it, you know. And I know, look, Ladapo hasn't been playing well, and and uh, you know, and he hasn't scored goals, and he is a bit of a lazy player. But you know, um, you know, the end of the day is, look, we know we're not going to win every game this season, and I get that. And yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated as probably every fan out there. But it, like I said, I can take a loss. I just can't. It's the manner of the loss. A game today, there didn't need to be a loss. If we if you'd have got your tactics right, and if if you'd have got your substitutions mm. right, we a draw would have come away okay. Look, it's a good draw against Plymouth. Plymouth are a well organised, well drilled, well a very incredible. Good side. Yeah, got yeah, some yeah, great players. That might that you know. I mean, Jackson. I mean, like I said, I wasn't overly keen on playing Jackson on that right hand side, but he he was he was brilliant. And uh, you know, yeah. for me, like I said, man of the match for what he did on that right hand side because there was nothing else. But again, our uh, so-called best midfield in this league again failed us miserably in that second half. And if anybody says they're any different, they're, then they don't know nothing about football because we needed Dominic Ball in there, who was again outstanding on Tuesday um, against a, a young, uh, a, you know, Arsenal side. Who again, like I said, that Arsenal side are no mugs. You know, they, they don't play and play for Arsenal, and mm. um, you know. Uh, you know, for no reason. They play because they're good players. And, and that's why we got one of their youngsters on loan. I just think that, you know... I, I, hasn't... Yeah. Sorry, come on. carry on. Sorry. No, I, was just saying, say, I think, I think you're, there, you're right. Evan I really Smith do. showed in the last two league games, yeah, that he's, that he's, he's good at set-piece. His set-pieces are better. And he's okay, okay going forward. But defensively, he's all over the shot. Okay. Mike? Appreciate you coming on. I know it was, you, you were fuming at full time. We love you, brother. Look after yourself. Uh, we'll, we'll speak soon. I think he's right. I've been mean, the, the country in a minute. He's got his name as game management because, Amy, if you take this game in isolation, then it, it's a game where you've matched the, a team that's well organized, not been beaten at home yet this year, despite the game of the season only being 10 games old. But it's, it's not just the isolation, is it? It's the fact that you threw away three points last week. You come into this game and again taking the lead, throwing away three points. It's, 
in isolation, it's not too bad. But together, that's what makes it feel a little bit more, more of a gut punch, I guess. But then the argument could be if you take this past week in isolation, then yes, you or eight days, then yes, you might be a little bit nervous. I, I am nervous about where we're going after mm. a, a draw that should have been a win and a, and a defeat today. Yes, I'm nervous about how the players are going to cope with that. But as Mike's just said, we're however many games into a full nine months of a season. Yeah, so if you're panicking six. now that we've messed it all up at Plymouth away, then it's a, it's a little bit premature. This is, to, as of today, the best side in the league. Plymouth have just gone top. So they are yep. the best side in the league as we stand. My nerves are the fact that we've got Portsmouth, we've got Pompey to play next. That That isn't helping. Um, but for me... I just think actually it's a decent result on for me this result is actually it's fine on its own in isolation it's just the fact that actually everybody seems to have forgotten this was our first defeat of the season they like Plymouth haven't lost at home yet this season Plymouth Plymouth haven't conceded at home yet this season and we managed to get a goal past them mm. so I still think there's positives to take but that but doesn't mean I'm nervous about where this is going next no, but I did think this guy, a commentator, they, they, they weren't the greatest commentators in the world, not with no disrespect to either of them, but he did say it well. Town often got, uh, have got out to good leads uh, or good runs in the past, and then the walls, the walls have fallen off. And I, I guess I can feel, Rich, why certain fans, you know, are feeling that, because you can beat Shrewsbury, you can beat Forest Green, but your top sides, the sides you expect to play again in the playoffs if you need to, just yeah. falling that little bit short. Game management. Good afternoon, Good afternoon everyone, by the way. Good afternoon, Yatesy, Amy. Amy's spot on there about if you take it in isolation. Look, if if we sat here, Martin, at the start of July when we had the first game, one defeat in 10, you know, that yeah. under any anyone's record is a decent start. Yeah. It's today, it was it was like last Saturday at Sheffield Wednesday, Gov. Like your game management was poor there, you know. Freddie Ladapo's got a lot of stick. I thought he was excellent today. Now, Caden Jackson was, he was excellent, mine. He scored a goal and he was a pest. Now, he took him off. He took him off and he's brought John Jules on, who offered nothing for me. You know, he's brought Jackson into the middle when he was having a load of success out on the right-hand side. Then later on, he's put him back out there. I think sometimes we try and be a little bit too clever. That game was calling out for Dominic Ball. You had two centre midfielders there. Lee Evans and Sam Morsey were both on yellow cards, Martin. They couldn't make yeah. a tackle. They could not make a tackle because any any other foul and they were off the pitch. So I think today, listen, Plymouth for a good side. And I did say Friday night, I said, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. I said 2-1 Plymouth. And I did say also, everyone said I was grumpy, guys, on Friday. This team has achieved absolutely nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing but a decent start to the season. You know, we ain't achieved anything. We're in September, Martin. We're second in the league. Brilliant. Great start. Now comes the test. We should have had more than one point from these two games. Now you go next Saturday, Portsmouth at home, who are absolutely flying, you know. Let's see what this team have got now because we need to show a reaction yeah. next Saturday. It's going to be a big crowd. Pompey are going to be up for it. And we've got to be up for it as well as fans and as players because you know what our fan base are like. Everyone's losing their shit like Mike. But we've only lost one game in 10. Let's all just pump pump the brakes a little bit and say, look, it's a good start. And Kieran McKenna 
as a manager, Martin, he is still learning. He is, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he is still learning. But today, I think it's a game we shouldn't have lost, you know, but it's they've got that equaliser from a man possibly shouldn't have been on the pitch. You know, that the tackle on Donatian was naughty, but we can't sit here and moan because Lee Evans is lucky he's still on the pitch. Sam Morsey was still lucky on the pitch, you know. So it's a great finish. But then after that, for the five or ten minutes, it's take the sting out of the game, get your foot on the ball. And we didn't do that. And I think if we I think if we're all being honest, we could see that second goal coming. We can't sit here and moan about look, it was a poor pass by George Edmondson. You've said it before, Gov. This is the way we want to play football. You know, it's brave and in certain areas. And it was a poor pass. It was a great finish. And then we didn't really threaten. Listen, Christian Walton's header, it's two inches lower. It's a goal, isn't it? It's like, it's it's them small margins. Today, we've been beaten by, are Plymouth better than us? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think they're a better side than we are. But I think... Overall, if you're looking at that game, they probably just about edged it, Martin. So I don't want to sit here and say we should have won the game. We had the chances. We didn't take them, you know, and, and that, that is football. But let's see what we got next Saturday when, when Portsmouth come to town. Yeah, I said before the game, Rich, this is a good chance for the, the club to show fans that perhaps have drifted away, don't watch it very often, uh, a casual viewers, to, to just show this is a different Ipswich, a different setup, a different everything. And somebody just put a comment on the pre-game show saying, same old ITFC, came against the top six, but bottled it. Which, you know, <laughs> if you're a casual fan, same old, it is almost same old ITFC. Yeah, you can beat listen, Forest Green. Look I, look, I, I, look, I love football. And watching that game today, look, we want we all want town to win. It Absolutely. was a fantastic advert for League One football. And well, a lot of people out there... Rich. I want points. Yeah, but listen to me. Just, just let me finish. A lot of people out there think the Premier League is the only football that exists. You know, there's decent football down the leagues, Martin. And that showed today from both teams, not just Plymouth, but town as well, that there is good football. Yeah, I know. Look, we wear blue. We want to win. Another thing I want to say, the kit clash on the telly. <laughs> not great, was it? Green <laughs> and blue. It, it was, was wasn't it, Amy? Yeah. I think you can see who's got really expensive, like proper high definition tellies, because there's a few people saying, oh, there wasn't a clash. And then the rest of us have obviously got smaller tellies to watch it on or something. Because definitely, I, I actually got confused right at the start. I was like, oh, hang on, we're going that way, aren't we? So, mm. And the sleeves um, at points looked, both of them white. Why we couldn't have had blue shorts on today? Yeah, that would have times we've had to swap kids' kits in the past because of being too similar. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking that. <laughs> we've got 221 people watching us live on YouTube. If you are watching us, hit the like button. Support the platform by just that simple way. If you can't climb a fifth time manda, remember hit the like button. Uh Rich, game management is your name. Kit kit clash aside, Dominic Ball, what what's you gotta do to get Actual competitive I minutes. I don't really know because it's all right playing well against Arsenal kids, Northampton yeah. kids, but he's fit now and he's ready to go. So I would have thought second half it was crying out for him. Mine, look, I would have bought him on at half time. Marcus Harness, I thought was a bit of a passenger today. He was another who was on a yellow. Um, and even when we, to be fair though, for about the first fifteen minutes of the second half, guys, we were the better team, Curtis. You know, and we had. 
a couple of sniffs there and maybe score. And look, goals do change games. I'll probably, as soon as that equaliser went in, I'd have got ball on straight away there, Martin. I think mm. don't wait for another five, 10 minutes and the game got away from you. And midfield too. I agree with Mike today. It's all right. At like when we're having loads of possession against teams like Accrington and Burton, no disrespect to, for them. Lee Evans has looked great. You know, time on the ball. No time on the ball today. No time on the ball at Sheffield Wednesday with our midfield, Martin. They shut yeah. them down. They didn't let them get a foot on the ball. And look, these teams know what they're doing. Look, full credit to Plymouth. They're, they're a very good side. He's a very good manager, Schumacher. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm disappointed because I think we should have we should have taken a point there. If it had been one all and we we're sitting here at full time, we're still unbeaten. We're still top of the league. But it's, I don't know. It's just football, it's isn't it? We, it, is frustr- it is frustrating because... It's the same mistakes for me. Last yeah. week, subs. This week, lack of. I could see it sitting in my living room drinking a cup of coffee that this is only going one way and you need to stem that flow. I called for Keo and Ball. I wanted Keo's mindset, Ball's tenacity. We've got neither. That's my concern. Yeah, he brought, he brought John Jules and uh, Kane Vincent Young on. And I don't, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think they were the subs that probably were needed because Caden Jackson was having success down that right hand side. Mm. You move him oh, into yeah, the yeah. centre, you move him into the centre, Martin, and he, you took away that threat. You know, it's a, Totally different position. He's playing with his back to goal. Then he's brought on a Hadme, who, to, for me, he looks like a bit of a fish out of water at the minute, Martin. I don't want to write him off because he's only playing a few minutes here and there. But he's got a lot of work to do, I think. Yeah, but listen, let, let's not get carried away. We're still, we've had a good start to the season. 10 games, one defeat. It's If we go another 10 games and only have one defeat, look, we're going to have a decent season. But I do agree flat track bullies mine we haven't beaten anybody yet we that's, haven't beaten that's, that's anybody frustration, yet isn't it i think yeah and i know you can go through the, you can go through the season by not beating the top six you can still have a successful season because you can beat all the other teams but you do have to lay a marker down we've had two opportunities here and we've had big opportunities mine because we've been leading in both games which leading in both games at half time leading at both games into the second half with a lot, a lot of time gone in the second half. And you think that's the frustrating part about it because we've, we're close to being a good side. But at the minute, yeah, well, you know, we are... don't get you anywhere, does it? No, we don't. And let's see let's see how the next month goes because after Portsmouth, look, we've got games here, there that we should be winning. We're going to Morecambe, places like that. No disrespect to them. But I want to see Saturday when Portsmouth comes to town, I want to see a real positive front foot performance let's get in their faces Martin and let's get the three points and let's let's really lay down a marker in this league don't come away at 10 to 5 5 to 5 when we're all meeting at Sir Alf and we're frustrated again from another team who are in and around us because today we would look we would have taken a point because you wouldn't have given Plymouth they wouldn't have stolen a march on us I would have you know? done a 1-1 because the way we were playing, I thought this is only going to go one way and one it. way only. You can see it. You can see it by watching it. It was the same last Saturday. As soon as Sheffield Wednesday got that goal, it's like that tidal wave. And you think sooner or later, they're going to get another goal. And it's we couldn't stem that flow. It's all about learning. We're still learning. Kieran's still learning. And you have to learn from your mistakes, Martin. We can all yeah. say, look, Kieran McKenna, outstanding young manager. But Love him. the last two games, I think he's got it wrong with his subs. I honestly do. Yeah, no, spot on, spot on. Rich, it's good to have you on the show. Man, yeah, it's nice to be on. And nice to see Curtis and nice to see Amy. Love you. Look after yourself. We'll speak soon. Yeah, and I'll, see you, so. I'll see you next Friday. Looking forward to it. Looking forward yeah. to it. Has um, Matt Phillips known the score yet? 
no, he oh, doesn't. No. He's still at oh, Legoland, no, oblivious. No, no spoilers. No spoilers from Matt. Yeah, don't, watch, don't, don't watch it, Matt. I wouldn't put yourself through <laughs> that Rocky Horror Show. Crunch, look after yourself. Come on, keep the faith. Keep the faith. We have got two more fans joining us very shortly. Uh, we only get shit. I think, he, I think he's got refs on his name. I couldn't quite see the last bit. And Colin the Goat. Um, if you are listening at home, putting your hair out, thinking, I can't believe what I'm hearing, then get involved. Have your say. Live chat or just via coming on the show, hitting the link now in the chat. You don't need a micro, you don't need a webcam, just a microphone. In fact, I'll show you right now. You can just be like this, bis, bash, bosh, or you can have both. Get involved. Have your say. Don't sit there at home thinking, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Also, we have got 238 viewers on YouTube. Phenomenal. But hit that like button. That's if you, it's all you do this afternoon. Hit the like button. Support the platform. Right. Before we bring in, we only get shit refs. Curtis, before the game, you yeah. highlighted Leaf Davis. Ben Hobbs in the chat says, what did you make of Leaf Davis? Curtis, over to you. What did you make of the player you were watching? I thought first half, I thought, I thought he had, I thought he had a, a, an okay game. But listen, I, I, I wasn't focusing on one player. I'll be absolutely honest. I was watching the whole team. And... I mean, I saw not 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 the goats comment there, but I did see a Collins. Is that is is that the goat who, who commented? No, there? it's not. No, that won't be him. No. I did see Collins comment there saying a side showing up for twenty five minutes and got the win. I think that's so wrong. I think that is so wrong. I, th- I think we never settled into that game today. We never settled into that game. I, th- I think we were always on our heels, and I th- I think th- I, th- I don't think we ever really got a moment's peace from Plymouth. And I, I, and listen, I, 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 I can gladly admit if we play badly and win. However, yeah. just because we lose, it doesn't mean we've played well and lost. Like I, I can, I, I, I to me, I, I think we were second best on that pitch today. I, I think Schumacher had done as he's Ipswich Town does today. I, I, I think he's done. I like that. Good. I like that. I, I, I think I think he's done what we plan to do to them, but he's just he's just, he's just done it better. And I think for me, I mean, I mean, I I, I made notes through it throughout the game, and I I I looked I looked at the chances, and I'm talking clear cut cutting through our team chances. Yeah. I got eleven chances for Plymouth, eleven eleven cutting through our team, and barring any barring like poor finishing, I mean. I saw Randall. Randall fizzed one at Walton in the first half, where it looked like it was going to go absolutely anywhere. Another one, I can't remember who the player was, fizzed it straight past Walton's far post, and unfortunately went out for a throw-in. And then I'm looking like like the one in the third minute, where like where it could have easily gone. A Plymouth, a Plymouth player, all he needs to do is pass it across. Another striker's there, and it goes in. To me, compared to Plymouth's eleven clear-cut chances, yeah. we had. Six and and I was being generous with six. I was being yeah. generous with six, and, and then you get to a point in the 80th minute of that game. I knew for a fact we weren't going to get anything out of that game because we 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 kind of at that point we were just petering towards the 90th minute for me. And listen, we can say that Plymouth only turned up for tw- 20 odd minutes in that game, but for me, I, 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 as you mentioned there, we we could have brought on Dominic Ball. But what, however, what I would say to Dominic Ball is. We did this last week at Sheffield. We did this last week at Sheffield Wednesday. They scored, and then some argued that we then invited the pressure by bringing on someone like Richard Keel to bolster that defence. So, who's to say that this week we wouldn't have had that same issue of possibly bringing on your Keel or your Ball, and then they still go ahead and, and we we concede again? It's ifs and buts when it comes to that. 
but you'll never really get a good thing when it comes to subs because you'll obviously get the contingent who say, if we bring on more defensive subs, you invite the pressure on, you invite you invite them to attack more and attack more because we will like we're trying to settle for what we've got. We can make a big deal about the subs and and listen by far the game management to me. I I, th- I think it all rested on Ladapo going off. I thought I thought when we lost that head up front to leave the ball out for Jackson and leave the ball out for the left wing. I I, I think that was the downfall of our game. I think that one sub really did cost us. And I just, I think it would be harsh. I think you also, whilst whilst saying that, yes, it's not a great result today, I think it's harsh to then diminish what Plymouth have done today. I think Plymouth played well. I think they were the better team today. And I think you have to give them props for what they did. Because... Whilst their goals, in my opinion, came from our own mistakes, they were two fantastic finishes. Two fantastic finishes. The second goal, absolutely top bins. So it's it, for, for me, it would be harsh to not respect the opposition today. And that's and and listen, I'm judging this off Ipswich's standards that they've set in previous weeks. I'm not judging this as a standalone game. This is this is the standards that they've set themselves. And we cannot play the same way we did today against Portsmouth next week, especially in front of the crowd that's going to be there. Because that, because if we do play like that, I can guarantee you now, especially in the manner that we've lost, in, in the manner in the, in the manner of the last two games, we've been two in a lot, two two, today one in a lot, and we've sloppily, quickly conceded two goals. Now, if that happens again in the third game in a row. That 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 does look very dangerous, especially to, especially to the people higher up in the club. To me, <laughs> to me. On the other side of it, um, there's a David Sell Plymouth fan who's been commenting, finding his comments really interesting. Yes, He's absolutely. Just said they are they're kind of the comeback kings at the moment. They've come back from one nil down against us. They came back from two nil down against Pompey, and then I think they were one nil or two nil against Derby, and they came back and won that game. So yeah. that's. They're absolutely buoying from the confidence that it doesn't bother them if they go one behind. Mm. Whereas we concede and we start to see, we seem to get scared. We seem to start to question our worth as soon as we concede. If we win 3 0, we are without a doubt the best team in the league the way we play. But as soon as we concede, we get nervy. Yeah. Uh, well, this is it. We get, we, as Kev Sherwood says, one, one word sums up our club today naive. Which is, I think, you know, is, is a is a fair point there, Amy. I'm going to ask you about Edmondson in just a second. Before I do, uh, I'll bring on Philip Blundell. Philip, how you doing, my friend? Are you well? Good. I'm pissed off at the moment because I totally disagree with what Yates has just said. That's made me more uh, annoyed because you're being a bit negative. Sorry, I apologise for attacking the person. Okay. No, but I've come away from the pub right royally fucked off. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you here and now, right. The second half. Schumacher waited until McKenna made his two defensive subs and he brought them on. Then he made his change. And what did he do to his team? They played a higher line. They pushed us back, knowing for the rest of the game, with McKenna bringing on his two defensive the changes that he made in the second half meant that we weren't going to push forward. They pushed forward in this sort of halfway throughout the second half, and it worked when they made their changes just after us. And that was the key difference for Plymouth in the second half today, which what which gave them more time on the ball, which gave them the possession in the areas they needed to. And what really annoys me is, what really fucked me off more than anything this lunchtime was the fucking referee. 
Okay, that was a okay. foul on Chaplin. He ran across the Plymouth player, and the Plymouth player was clumsy and he tripped him. Okay, I'm a former referee, Yatesy, eight years referee, and I know what I'm talking about. I'm with you. I, I I'll, I'll, I'll also add on the fact that that referee, he should have sent Morsey off in the first half. He didn't. He should have uh, uh, at least cautioned that number, and he didn't. And the decisions I felt by half time were going against town increasingly. And the second yeah. half, it got worse. You can't always blame it on referees, though. No, I'm not look. I'm not blaming the referee. I've just pointed out the key difference in the game for me was when Plymouth, when Schumacher, he waited until yeah, yeah, yeah. McKenna made his two changes first, and then he changed his tactics. And their, their, their tactics today, this lunchtime, were more effective than ours in the second half. But for the majority of that game, Town were in control. No, yes, I, in the in, in the in the first fifteen minutes, Town. Three or four chances that Plymouth, good chances that Plymouth had on goal. But after 10, 15 minutes of that first half, Town took control of that game. And yes, we got a bit lucky for the first goal, but generally we should not have lost that game. And what cost us today was that stupid fucking referee. Again, I was annoyed with the, the assistant referee because he was bullied into submission by not raising his flag last Saturday. And I'm pissed off with the referee this lunchtime for what he didn't do in the second half that we've lost that game through a fucking stupid referee decision. And okay. I'm sorry to say yeah. that. I just, you know, okay. We play well today and you can see that the way that we play football is nice, it's pretty, but because we play out of the back, because we can be quite deep most of the time, it invites pressure. And McKenna is not helping himself with those substitutions the last couple of games. And I think as the season goes on, managers will tweak that. You know, they picked it up from last week. Schumacher played a, an intelligent card in the second half by doing what he did. Credit to him, by the way. Pissed off we lost that game from, you know, we've, we've thrown away three points, I think, in my mind today. Um, I was a bit, I was kind of on the fence about last Saturday because, you know, mm. their fans at Sheffield was a 12th man for them and it kind of worked. But I don't like to see officials being bullied, you know, like they were last week. But this referee again today... In the in you know throughout the game there was at least three or four big decisions and when a referee gets one big decision wrong they get marked down a lot and I'm thinking to myself that referee is probably not going to get more than sixty out of hundred from McKenna because of the decisions I think that I strongly feel that went against and I was pissed off when he didn't give that free kick to us just on the edge of the uh, you know okay. just inside the penalty area I think. Okay. Uh, Phil, okay. you need to calm we, down. We, you need to cool we, your jets. You're very. We've made a fantastic start, start to the fire. season. And I'm happy we're still in the top two, but we really need to beat Portsmouth on Saturday. Okay. Phil, you're talking through frustration. I appreciate the passion. We love you. Thank Look you. after Thank yourself. You. Cool down in a, in a darkened room. Uh, obviously, views are his own, not of myself or HDR media. I just want to quickly challenge that point. So Go for it. I, I understand, again, I, I, I more than most, I talk out of frustration. I, I, I am one of the worst people for talking out of frustration, but... In the same breaths, then he was blaming the referee, but then he also he also said that Schumacher managed that game better mm. than McKenna because Schumacher watched the subs that McKenna made and hence then made his subs and then continued to attack us. So then, is that not us being our own downfall? Did did we not cause our own downfall? Did we not manage that game better in in the same way that Rich was saying before? 
Schumacher, Schumacher played a blinder on us there. He did, he did. He, he, did. he, he played an absolute blinder. And we need to stop blaming the referees. I'm sorry, but we need to stop. This is League One. Yes, we're not going to have top referees. We've not got VAR. We've not even got goal line technology, even though it's installed in Portman Road. <laughs> so just deal with what we've got. You mm. control what you can control. We can't control what yeah. bad refs, what good refs we get in each game. This is League One. We know this by now. Yeah. And yes, to be fair, the referee wasn't good today, but he equally wasn't good to Plymouth either. He was equally as bad on both sides. It's just that, unfortunately, when it comes down to it, Schumacher's game management was far better than ours today, in my opinion. Definitely. And I don't think you can put today's loss down to the referee. I don't think you can. No, I, I, I don't think you can. I'm, I'm, I'm still of the opinion that, that it was a foul, but you, you, you get on with it. It's still one-one. Yeah. You have to manage that situation better. Great points there, Yatesy. Amy, before I bring Colin in, you highlighted Edmondson before the game. How did you see his ninety minutes? Obviously, a costly mistake for the second. What did you make of Mister Edmondson in that left side? It wasn't a great game for him, was it? There was quite a few mistakes in there, giving the giving the ball away and not there, when, not marking people when he should have done. Um, certainly didn't look as assured as Burgess did the last time I watched Town play. So, uh, yeah, I didn't come away feeling greatly confident about him today. But, but same as what we've been saying all along, it's just it's one game, and mm. I think the defence in general were not. There was nothing spectacular about them. Uh, but yeah, I think Edmondson still still got more to do potentially. A lot more to do. He looks very uncomfortable on that left side. Not left-footed, not naturally there. Lloyd says Fridge needs to be dropped. Uh, Jem, Fridge is struggling, simple as. Colin, you welcome in. comment earlier, Fridge needs to be relegated to an ice pack. <laughs> I'd just, I just, like just like to say as well, I'd just like to say as well, from Philip Blundell's comment there saying that we controlled that game, BBC Sport have us at nearly 50-50. Hey, you know, well, that's a good opinion, you know, but let's keep it on track. Attack opinions, not people. Uh, everyone sees the game of football completely differently. Colin, how did you see that 90 minutes? Hello, mate. Um, yeah, no, I, look, I thought the first half, I thought we we was well in the game. Um, you know, we started, we started well. Um, we had... Ladapo, especially Ladapo. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people are riled today. I'm not very happy myself, but you know, you've got to get all this into perspective. You know, we've we've played ten games after today. Um, we've lost one game after today, which, on the whole, ninety minutes or ninety-six or hundred minutes or however mm -hmm. many minutes we to play total. I'm not so sure. I think I think a draw would have probably just just about. Been a fair result, in my opinion. Um, you know, when you take the first half into consideration in itself, um, they had yeah. a couple of really good chances, I know, but also Ladapo had at least, including his goal, he had at least three chances. Jackson had a good chance. I mean, you know, I said to Nick, who watched the women today, it could have quite easily been two all at half time. Yeah. Um, could have possibly been three to ten. I thought we shaded the first half, like Carl said earlier. Uh, second half, obviously, um, they came more into the game. Um, like I said yesterday, I didn't text Richard, Richard because I, you know, um, I did say it last year. If you if you go back on the tapes, 
Um, although they just missed out on the playoffs, Plymouth are a very good... I watched them twice last year. They're a very good side. They're a very, very well-oiled side. They're a very good... Technically, they're a very good side. They've got a good fan base. They get behind their side. They've got a lot going for them. I said that last year, if you remember, Gov. And did I think, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, being as they didn't make the playoffs, they wouldn't be anywhere near it. I, you know, I disagree. I, I thought they'd be up there. Yeah, you know, when I thought they'd make the top six, I'm not sure, but I thought they'd be up there. Because like I say, they've got a good manager, a good squad, and whatever. So, and nothing's really, really surprised me. But I, what I will say about today's game, um, I think it was kind of, um, it was kind of um, talked about on Sky today that um, that was a great advert for Division One football. Two very, very good sides, and I'll tell you what, that'd be a very brave man, a very, very brave man to um, bet against them to at least not being in the top six or mm. even the top two. I said to Nick today, I watched I watched the game last week live at Hillsborough and I watched the game obviously live today on TV, the first game I've missed this season. Um, but I've seen 90 minutes of Plymouth today and I would say Plymouth are the equal of Sheffield Wednesday without no mm-hmm. shadow of a doubt. They're a good side. And anybody who think they're not a good side, give your heads a wobble because um, you know they are a very very good side and 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 coach very well. And people have just gone, you know, calm down a little bit. Um, you know, we've got Portsmouth next Saturday, which I think, to be honest with you, Amy Curtis and Gov, I think it's a really good thing because um, that gives us the opportunity to to obviously catch. Hopefully, catch Plymouth up again and gain gain mm-hmm. a few points on Pompey. So I, you know, people might be a lot of people might be like hiding behind the sofa, thinking, "Oh, you know, that's oh my God, we got Portsmouth next week." No, great, twenty seven, twenty eight thousand. You know, Portsmouth at home, bring it on, let's have it. You know, I mean, I'm sure Kieran um, in this next three or four, four or five days will. You know, he'll, he'll iron a few things out and we'll, mm. we'll be ready to go, go. Absolutely. Are you... back, yeah, it's a great opportunity to bounce back. You're absolutely right. Go on, before I let you go and we close the show, give me one positive from today. Who who really impressed you or, or, or a, a formation, a tactical change? What, can, you, can, you, can you tell me anything to cling on to? One positive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Quite a few positives, actually. Go um, for it. Christian Walton's header. No, well, it was a positive. I'm just having a little joke. I was already amazing. up here. I was already up <laughs> no, here. I'm, I'm going to come watch you. Having, having a little joke. Um, Caden Jackson, obviously, again, had a, had, had, had a brilliant game. Uh, Ladapo, I totally agree with what people said earlier. Had, had a really good game. Should never have been took off, really. Um, and, you know, we... Like, I'm just, just going to go over what um, Phil said a little while ago. I'll tell you what, some of those refereeing decisions, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend the Ipswich players either. I mean, Lee Evans was lucky to stay on the pitch. Mm. Morsey was lucky to stay on the pitch. The lad who scored for Plymouth was definitely lucky to stay on the pitch. That was an awful challenge then to Nastian's Achilles. Mm. That could, that could have been a season ender. 
That could have been a season ender for Donassian. Literally, um, if you know, if it had done his Achilles bad, that they could, I could have done his career. Um, but equally, Evans and uh, Morse's tackle were were awful. That referee was shocking again today. I know Peter keeps saying we shouldn't keep going on about referees, but it's you know it's not just a coincidence. They're bad. They're bad every week. But um, and another another positive for um, for next Saturday is that um, I I I think that especially the last kind of or the middle of like the second half, there's no way in the world we'll play as especially in the midfield, we'll ne- no way in the world we'll play as badly as that twice runner. Not in my opinion. Okay. So, Colin? Mr. Cow- Mr. Cowley, watch out, because we're after you. We're after you. And also, Peter Burrow, you're still tin pot. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, we love you. Look after yourself. Bye, uh, absolutely appreciate you coming on. Love that. Uh, link for Neil. Neil, if you can click the link within five seconds, you can come on, but I'm about to sort of wind it down. Um, you got literally a few seconds. Jackson was good, says Gemma, needs to get his head up more often. Uh, Tony, biggest positive was that we got stuck in. Walton was so good, should have scored, says Liam. Uh, John Warren, too many second touches before shooting. Amy, as we close up, tempo, urgency, p- p- pace of play. Second half, 2-1 down. I'm screaming at my TV. Pa- pass and move, touch and move, touch and move, touch and move. Because we're so slow and pedestrian in our build-up play, aren't we? Even a goal down. I don't know if we were just trying to get back a bit of control because it was, it did certainly second half. It felt all them. Um, mm. So I don't know whether that was why we were trying to slow it down a bit. But there was a few times we were uh, we were getting crossed as well. Just clear the flipping ball out of the area, out of our half. Sometimes, as much as I know passing football is what we all want, we have a tendency to sort of pass it across to each other when really with, there's too much pressure. We just need to get rid of it. That was always me playing when I played as a defender. It was just like, just get it out. That was, I mean, I was never any good, but <laughs> maybe that was what I was doing wrong. But yes, I think you're right. The tempo, given the energy that we allegedly went into the game with, you know, we, we traveled up there so that we weren't knackered and things yep. like that. We traveled up there yesterday. So we weren't knackered today and stuff like that. We, I, I felt going into it, the idea was we're going to come out all guns blazing. And you're right, we didn't. But maybe that is because, you know, that that's the first team that's really scared us and mm. we needed to try and claw back a bit of control. Because we have been miles better than most of the teams we've played so far. Flat track booze, though, as someone said in the chat. We've got Neil, he's outside, so he might not be having a great connection. Neil, are you there? Hi, guys. Yeah. Hello, mate. Let us know what you think, what you feel. How'd you see the game? Very disappointing again. Second season on the trot, one up and just, yeah, end up losing 2-1 again. Can't, you know, can you say a lot about that? You can't keep blaming the refs, but that the second year running again, the referee, absolutely atrocious. Two seasons running down there. Terrible, absolutely yeah. awful. But um, <clears throat> as regarding the game, I did manage to have a chat with Cali. Um, at the end, I saw him. We sort of disagreed on things a little bit. And, you know, what you do, football's opinions, isn't it? Um for me, Absolutely. he made a mistake second. For me, he made a mistake second go Edmondson. But in my opinion, I thought he had a very good game personally. That's how I saw it live. Um, but yeah, a bad error for the second go. And no matter what keeper you got in go, no one's going to save that shot. 
Two brilliant no, no. taken goals. You can't blame Walton for any of them, you know. Walton kept us in the game sometimes, you know. He did. How did you see Morsi and Evans before I let you go? Because Signal was a bit a bit robotic. How how did you see Morsi and Evans? Uh, oh. uh, Morsi, I thought, was very good. Um, Evans, no, I thought he was very poor, Evans, to be honest, Gov. Yeah, it wasn't his, it wasn't his greatest game. Uh, and before very go, poor. What did you make with this? Very poor. What did you make, what did you make of the substitutions then? Who, who, who what was right, it. what was wrong? I froze up, I think. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Neil, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, Shark, anyone uh, knows? Hey, spot on crunch. You're late in the game. Well, they're happy to let us stand with the ball at the back. Right. We're done. Thank you ever so much for joining me this afternoon. Hit the like button, become a fifth stander, hit the join button on YouTube or head to our Ko-Fi site. We really do appreciate the support you show uh, the platform. I'm off to edit Phil Blundell's comments out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Phil was passionate, man. I love passion, but he was just so angry with it. Love you, Phil. Respect. Come on. Um, I know. It blew me away at times. I was like, wow, this is like being sampled by a fire. Uh, Amy, what are you up to the rest of the day? Um, I'm going to be uh, <laughs> nothing fun. I'm afraid I'm walking home and getting some work done. So uh, I might oh, I might have a bit of a Mario and Sonic at the Olympics tournament with me. How big because the kids love that. So mm-hmm. okay, uh, Curtis yourself. Uh, I think I'm going to I'm going to treat the other half to a trip out to the cinema, uh, and then we'll probably come home and watch something that's not so fun. Uh, that new Dharma series on Netflix. So okay. Uh, so absolute belter, really, 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 really looking a great evening. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward. To that. I'm, I'm... <laughs> see, whenever someone says to me, "I'm going to the cinema," all I say in my head is the is the gif of a. You got more money than sense, man. I can't afford cinema prices. No, it's it's view cinema. It's it's five five pound a ticket. Five pound a ticket, and not just that, but it's recliner seats. Nice. Tasty. There we go. We are back tomorrow <laughs> at 8.30. Owen Griffiths, the king of sarcasm, and the uh, designer, George Nunn, joining me live at 8.30. If you like your non-league action, I've got uh, the Suffolk uh, Ipswich League preview, review show at 7.15 on the Trimley Red Devils page. But until then, that is the Queen of Hearts, Amy Downs. He is the artist, Curtis Yates. Uh, cut. Just, just do a little twirl, Curtis. Show us, show oh, us the yeah. masterpiece as we close tonight's show. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. It's not for everyone, but it's certainly for him. Enjoy it, Curtis. We love you. I appreciate you. You can't sleep at the moment between me and you. But there we go. (laughs) We're live tomorrow, 8 30. Enjoy. Sadly, the afternoon's a bit fucked up in it, but you know, we move.